Welcome to the Bioinnovation Spotlight at Life Science Org. I'm your host, Dr. David Kirk, and I talk to the people behind early stage translational life science across Europe whose innovative research today may be the blockbusters and game changing technologies of tomorrow. This podcast is produced for Life Science Org, a community where European life science CEOs, founders, and investors can connect, share, and engage with one another. Life Science Org community members get exclusive early access to these episodes, as well as a network of their peers regular expert insights and sessions with leaders in life science, as well as useful resources for life science executives. Join the conversation at www.lifescienceorg.com. I'm joined this week by Dr. Simon Bredel of the University Hospital Zurich, who together with Professor Roberto Speck is investigating the potential of modified macrophages for treating solid tumors. Simon, thank you for joining me. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. As you mentioned, I'm, I'm working as a scientist and co-PI at the University Hospital in Zurich. And I started there in uh, 2016. And before I was working for a startup in Zurich, in Schlieren, also as a researcher, uh, working on a vaccine candidate for the cytomegalovirus. In 2015, Pfizer got interested in this vaccine candidate and acquired uh, this uh, project and i was working then for one year for pfizer and then when they did the technology transfer i decided to stay in zurich and uh, i got the position at professor speck's lab and there we are mainly working on um, hiv1 but in one project we we came to an idea how to use macrophages uh, for cancer immunotherapy like chatting with you before, uh, you were saying how some solid tumors uh, seem to be highly resistant to treatment, even the modern drugs like the CAR T cells, which have been effective in kind of these blood cancers, uh, but they struggle in the area of solid tumors. So why are solid tumors so problematic and, and what are the role of macrophages here? There's a very simple classification for solid tumors and that would be hot and cold tumors. So keep in mind, that's just the two extreme types of these tumors, and there's a, in principle, a spectra in between. Mm -hmm. But just to keep it simple, let's uh, phrase them hot and cold tumors. So hot tumors are tumors where uh, the immune system already tries to fight the tumor. So you will find infiltrates of lymphocytes in the tumor tissue and an inflammation ongoing. Mm -hmm. And a good example for uh, hot tumors are melanoma. So there are general hot tumors, and these tumors, as you mentioned, respond well to immunotherapy. So in, in that regards, um, immune checkpoint inhibitors. Mm -hmm. And if you give these uh, patients with hot tumors these um, checkpoint inhibitors, you can really unleash the immune system and it fights the tumor. And now can it fight uh, efficiently? Mm -hmm. And this really this immune therapy transformed the treatment uh, of melanoma so before so let's say 20 years ago um 10 percent of the melanoma patients were alive three years after diagnosis so 90 percent of the patients died because of melanoma and now with the uh, immune checkpoint inhibitors about 60 percent survive uh, the cancer so that's really wow. a breakthrough in this uh, therapeutic outcome and as uh, 
you have the hot tumors on the other side you have cold tumors and there in these uh, tumors you don't have an inflammation you don't also have little or no infiltration of lymphocytes so this environment in these tumors is very immune suppressive and um, and if lymphocytes can enter if at all so they are inactivated so mm -hmm. also car t cells are in this case excluded or inactivated by the tumor microenvironment right for our project we have chosen the indication triple negative breast cancer which would be a cold tumor and um, for this cold tumor there's really a high need of better therapy so for triple negative breast cancer many young women so below 40s are affected and just to to give you and highlight why there's a big demand for a better therapy is so triple negative breast cancer are about 15 percent of all uh, breast cancer cases but this type of breast cancer is responsible for 40 percent of all breast cancer related deaths so wow. uh, there's really a big big need for better therapy in these cold tumors so as i said lymphocytes are inactivated or even excluded uh, but you find a lot of uh, myelid cells, especially macrophages, and they are quite important for the tumor. Extreme spectra of the macrophages can be M1 and M2. So to keep it simple, M1 would be pro-inflammatory and M2 would be anti-inflammatory. Mm. And in the tumor tissue, you find a lot of M2 anti-inflammatory macrophages, which help to build up this immunosuppressive environment and also... Um, induce growth of blood vessels that uh, the tumor get nutrition and so mm. on and are remodeling the tissue, which also helps for making metastasis in the end so that the tumor cells can go out in the tumor to new sites in the body. These cold tumors with the macrophages is like a fortress and we want to use these macrophages as a Trojan horse mm. to really dismantle this fortress and that other immune cells get access and can fight the tumor. So this is the bottom line. I think this is the simplest explanation you want to do. So we want to dismantle this fortress and help the patients getting a better therapy. Mm. So tell me, when did you realize it was possible to use macrophages then to, to do this? As I said, we're working on HIV and uh, we have humanized mouse models to mm. study therapies in vivo for treating HIV. And in 2016, 2017, we were investigating uh, two new humanized mouse models for studying HIV. One feature of these two mice strains is that they have an improved human myelid compartment in comparison to other humanized mouse models. Hmm. And uh, there we thought that one uh, checkpoint for phagocytosis seems to be relevant for controlling uh, the viral replication. Since macrophages are the main phagocytic cells of the immune system, we started developing ideas on using this observation or even engineering uh, the macrophages to treat HIV. Mm. But while when we are discussing these ideas, we realized it could be also interesting for um, cell-based immunotherapy for cold tumors because we realized that especially in these tumors macrophages play, uh, play an essential role and if we are really able to manipulate them that they can attack specifically targets then we can also employ these engineered macrophages for tumor therapy 
but still we are working also on this um, HIV project and then we have some interesting data but uh, I am now focused now on on the cancer project and try to to push along uh, the gene engineered macrophages to an application. So since realizing that the macrophage pathways can be switched, what did you do? Because you said you're, uh, the lab is still looking at the HIV, but you're now focusing on this. So uh, where are you now with exploring this? We have for engineering the macrophages three, I call it genetic modules, and which we are now verifying in vitro. So we have an, an prototype receptor which induces antigen-specific phagocytosis of target cells, in that case tumor cells. And now we want to identify a lead candidate for the indication triple negative breast cancer. We also want to interfere with a checkpoint for phagocytosis that our macrophages can't be inhibited in their activity by the tumor cells. Mm. And there we also have interesting uh, data that we can interfere with this inhibitory signal pathway. And now we are looking uh, on the functional outcome of this interference. And as a third module, which I think it's um, where we really distinguish from other groups working also on macrophages, mm. is that we have really, that our macrophages become M1 activated macrophages in an M2 inducing environment. And just a few days ago, we really um, showed in an, in an essay that our macrophages become M1 if we expose them to cytokines, which normally would turn these macrophages to M2. So we see really uh, the effect. So we have promising data from the three modules in primary human macrophages. So it's not that we first working on, on the MURI model. Now we really work on primary human macrophages. Yeah. It seems very promising. And uh, I hope that in the next six to 12 months, we start combining the, the modules and see if we have an improved or mm. really a superior effect of our macrophages instead of using just single, the single modules. Yeah. Uh, looking optimistically then towards the future, where do you hope this will be in 12 to 18 months time? And I think as well, where do you want to be in 12 to 18 months time with this? Because you haven't spun out of the university yet. So in the next 12 months, I would be very happy if we can start with first in vivo experiment, experiments in, in humanized mice with a triple negative breast cancer model. And then maybe in 18 months are really starting or founding a, a startup. So we already filed a patent, so we, we there have to deliver some data sets to keep the, the lawyers happy. I hope that also till then the IP is settled and that we really can start with the legal department of the university to get an exclusive license and then we found the company. When I just put it together four years ago, I was, yeah, let's see if it's working out in the end what I'm, what these ideas really, if they're really working. And now I'm really happy that it ran so far quite smoothly. So there were no red flags yet that the things I designed and that we evaluate with the team that it, it's still working as intended. That's a, a really nice feeling. It sounds like it's going amazingly and I can't wait to see where you guys are in 
uh, a year's time, uh, two years time even, hopefully the company will get set up without much of a problem. That would be great. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, Simon. Thank you for inviting me. If you are an early stage life science company or translational project ready to spin out and you're based in Europe, you can get on the show by going to lifescienceorg.com forward slash bioinnovation. Talk to you soon.